Okay, blog number 364 entitled, Why I Didn't Take Ibuprofen After This Hike. As you can see from the picture, I am smiling from on top of Mount Humphreys, which is 12,633 feet, and Mount Humphreys is in Flagstaff, Arizona. My wife and I hike that uh, mountain every summer, and this was from the most recent version of that hike. All right, for the past few years, I have joined a group of people that hike Mount Humphreys in Flagstaff, Arizona, and I have had mixed feelings about it. At first, it was a challenge that I wanted to undertake. This peak is 12,633 feet high, and that works, to be, works out to be about a 10-mile hike round trip. I knew lots of people had done this hike every year, so I assumed I could do it as well. Yeah, that's my ego talking, but I look at a lot of things through the lens of if them, why not me too? It motivates me to try new things and overcome most of the trepidation and fears I might have for doing something that I have not done before. On my first trek up the mountain, I didn't realize what I was in for. I had not done a height of this length, let alone at altitude before. Like, ever. I really wasn't sure what to expect, and it showed by the time we were done. I felt awful. By the time I got back to the car, my feet were killing me. I had on the wrong type of footwear for a hike like this. My knees were throbbing, as they are not a big fan of going downhill. I probably didn't drink enough water, even though it was not hot that day. The workload required more than I took in, however. I took too much stuff with me that I didn't need, and yet there were things that I should have had with me that I didn't. Extra weight with no real benefit? is not ideal. But despite all of this, I made it to the top anyway. Next time around, I did a little better, as I had prepared to some degree for the task at hand. I have only very recently stepped onto a Stairmaster, despite having spent weekly time in the gym since the age of 15. I didn't do it before number trip number two either, but I did do some of my usual HIT-style workouts in advance of this annual trip. There is a hyperlink in the blog below if you want to learn more about what HIT style training is. I had done this type of training throughout my entire racquetball career and beyond. It has served me well for most of my adult life, but I have never, I had not ever really hiked before I met my wife, and I learned the hard way that this is a very different type of fitness. HIT, which stands for High Intensity Interval Training, is ideal for burst and recovery sports like racquetball and football and many others. It is anaerobic, which by definition is short duration and maximum output. Hiking is aerobic, meaning long steady duration of output at a lower level. Think 60% output for a long time versus 100% output for 20 seconds at a time. Quite the contrast. My second trip up the mountain, we got stuck at the saddle about 45 minutes from the peak. A storm rolled in, and on that exposed peak, there was danger of a lightning strike, so we called it good there. Despite not getting all the way to the top, I felt no better at the bottom of the hill. My knees hurt, despite wearing knee braces this time around. I was wiped out, and I finished in the middle of the pack within the, within the group of hikers that we went with. My wife was 30 minutes ahead of me to the car. 
Now, she is an animal on the hills and a very strong hiker, but it still bugs me. Yes, I know, that's my ego talking again, but that's how I felt. I vowed to make improvements. This year's trip in 2022 was much different. I felt great after doing some prep hikes that we had done in advance. I changed my training to include more long-duration cardio training, zone 2 type training to be exact. And again, there's a hyperlink for that if you want to check it out. I have been using some of Dr. Peter Atia's training concepts in the area to make a big difference for me. I am not going to say that I enjoy this type of training as it is quite different from what I'm used to and I'm not a big fan of endurance training in general. But if I want to be a good hiker and keep up with my wife, I needed to make some changes. And truthfully, I'm not sure that HIIT training is ideal for someone that is of my age, which happens to be 52. I still do some, but I do believe the, as I do believe the ability to sprint or give maximum output for a short time is a crucial life skill to possess, but I do far less of it than I have over the past 30 years. I have specifically done training to ensure that my knees are more prepared for what I'm going to ask of them as a hiker. I did some exercises like walking backwards and pulling a sled at, a, at the gym. I did more stability training, balance work, and other things to get ready. This year, I hung with my wife and the other fastest hiker in the group all the way to the saddle and then to the peak. We reached the saddle in about two hours flat. On my first trip, it took me three. We hit the peak in an additional 45 minutes, a very respectable clip. We could see others from the group in the distance, so we headed back down and passed them on our way down the trail back towards the saddle. I felt as good as I have ever felt up until this point. I was truly enjoying the hike instead of feeling like I had to dig deep just to survive until the end. Almost everyone made it to their desired destination. Not everyone in the group was going to make it to the peak, but we all had a good outing. And as I came to the parking lot where my wife was waiting for me yet again, I felt so much better than I did any other trip that I had finished. It took me about 10 minutes more to, to get down the mountain than it took her. I know that this is still the weakest part of my hike, and although I went much faster this time around, I was not able to keep up with her pace and the other guy that was with her as they finished about 10 minutes ahead of me. But I was quite happy with my performance, especially compared to previous trips. Now, about that ibuprofen comment in the title. I earned the pain that I felt on that trip. In a weird way, the pain is my reward. It is a reminder of what was done and just how difficult it was. That's right, I wanted to feel that pain the next day. I earned it. I also know that if I could have, I also needed to know that if I could have done again the next day or not, or if I needed a week off before I could try it again. Any type of anti-inflammatory pills are, gonna review, are going to mute my body's response and not allow me to answer those questions. If we are going to do a hike that requires that kind of output several days in a row, like the John Muir Trail, for example, hyperlink below, I need to know if I can hang 
and just how much prep work I need to do. The good news is I felt pretty well recovered the next day. My calves were sore, but everything else was in pretty good shapes. In pretty good shape. My knees were a tad stiff when I woke up, but this quickly subsided once I was up and around. I could have done it again if I needed to. Not likely at the same pace as the day before, but I would have made it to the destination regardless. Clearly, the work that I had put in had paid off. As I continue to make the changes to my body and my fitness to allow more endurance and allow more endurance output, I will maintain some of the same thoughts that I have always had. I will always be competitive about what I do and who's in front of me when I finish. But I will continue to enjoy the challenges that push me and to some and to some degree stretch my comfort zone. And I am guessing I will always have my outlook of improving at everything that I do. I'm not a fan of mediocrity, and therefore I will work to not finish in the middle of the pack at anything that I do. I hope you can use some of the above that I have just shared to help guide some of your own thoughts and pursuits. Trust me, the view is always better from the top. I wish you luck in your endeavors.